Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I'm tonight's host, Chris Bowd, and I'm joined by Kieran Harran. Good evening. And also I have Louis McCaffrey. Yep, you do. I'm here. I'm all yours. Beautiful, beautiful. Thanks for joining us, guys. A um, lot to talk about. Um, let's just, well, how, how are we doing? How are we doing? We're all right. We've got tea. A very nice cup of tea. Thanks, Kim. I don't know how you make good tea. You do. No, we're all good. We're ready. We're ready for a fantastic podcast. Oof. I'm a bit tired, to be honest. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so I got snagged getting at one o'clock this morning, so I had to go for work. Yeah. Some of us were up to over three o'clock because I'm cool. Aye, uh, what time did you start that? But yeah. eleven o'clock. Aye, okay, okay. Right, so a uh, football on that Celtic. Um, say a few bits to go over. Astana. Astana, Astana. 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 Absolute pumping five 0 What's your take on it, Kieran Harren? Aye, uh, fantastic result. I never anticipated that was going to happen. Can I felt that. Before the game was wasn't wasn't confident, but I know w- how we can play, and we've got a result in ourselves. Um, I anticipated two now. I don't think we would be get. S- when I say when you get a lot of chances, uh, as we all seen the game, there was officially there was actually only three shots on target, but five goals. Um, obviously, we had a couple of OGs in there to help us out. Uh, I think the first half was a bit not sluggish. I think. Um, we controlled the game with the possession, um, just couldn't create enough chances, uh, and then obviously we got the the first goal just about the fortieth minute with Rodic's cross that was diverted in, and that seemed to I think help us for the second half because I think we kind of came out the second half a bit better, um, and having that goal advantage, and then obviously we kind of picked up a second goal relatively quick. Uh, and I think that I think that eased us a little bit because that's us now we had the two goals, um, and we started to play a lot more better because I, th- I felt I felt Sinclair was quite quiet in the first half. A lot of the ball wasn't going kind of near him. Um, Rogic as well was a wee bit quiet. Uh, a lot of it just obviously was just the, the midfield, just kind of controlling the ball, passing it side to side, just trying to kind of pull a stand out a little bit. I mean, Stan didn't actually for me. I don't think they sat in the way Rosberg, Rosenberg sat in. They weren't quite as kind of. Militantly organised with a kind of four and five, they were they were a bit yeah. kind of open. They, they gave me they gave me the fear the way they set up. I thought we were in for a really difficult game because they pressed us so high up the pitch. I mean, it was basically three forwards pressing on our defence, pressing us in the middle of the park for the first I don't know first fifteen minutes. Especially, I thought, God, but it looked as if we were almost finding it difficult to get out because I think that's sometimes what happens with Celtic. We I I think Brendan Rodgers' whole thing is that he's tried to instill a confident confidence in us to be able to to play passes forward that we maybe wouldn't have played before, and I kind of felt as if at the start of the game we were only quite confident to just play the kind of straight ball through from defect like you know Scott Brown picking it up and passing it straight through to like Tam Rodgers. It looked as if that pass kind of they weren't they weren't quite confident enough in case it gets snuffed out, but. Obviously, things changed. Uh, I mean, I think as well, throughout more of the game, you can see that it's almost like Rodgers refu- refuses the players taking a hoof it. There was quite a few times where the ball was either getting played out or sometimes Gordon was getting kind of caught when realistically realist he should just be firing it up the field. 
um, but it's willing to try and play that pass past the forward to a defender, um, which is uh, that's good when you've got the chance at the timing to do it. See if you're under a bit of pressure. There's no harm in f- um, just lumping it up. Uh, see, that's my worry. I've, I feel as if Gordon thinks that he has to play a cute pass every time. Like, surely he's been told, if it's no on, boot it. Uh, but I don't know if it's a case of he's been told literally pass it every time and then once he gets to the point where that's his natural, he naturally does that, yeah. then he can start to use his brain a bit more and, and make the decision. Whereas now I think it's just training out long training long balls out of him. But you're right, you're right it, sometimes it's to the detriment of the... I mean, I, I mean I, there was a couple of times um, on Saturday that there was a occasion, a couple of occasions where he did lump it up we still forced Kamark into the mistake and well and still regained the possession at the back. So it's not as if when you're thumping it up, you're giving away possession. A lot of times we can win it back by obviously headers or obviously Kamark not um, being very good. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's to come down. Um, but then obviously, I mean, is it? I think if I think as well, once we um, then get the third goal, you could see in Astana that they were they were to themselves we need a away goal. So that, and I think that's why we caught them. at three now. I thought we're getting our two goals here at least because they just were just kind of they were lost. They just kind of their, their game plan had gone to pot. And the, I think the one thing they were just trying to hold on to was just the fact of trying to get away goal so that if they had it at three one and take it back two two goals is not too bad. But I mean five. I mean now five five now five goals. I mean it's quite a it's quite a tough tough challenge for them um, where they'll match it. I don't know. Well, that's the thing, and this game I was thinking of, and I think Genty mentioned it in the the WhatsApp, the the Bratislava game that we had, um, where we were beaten five 0 first leg, and then uh, went home and we won four 0 and one of the best games <coughs> atmospheres of all, wasn't it? Oh, it's amazing, and then that just mate. right at the end, was at the post, the bar, um, Craig Beatty hit with his header. But right in right in the death, we could have done it. Mm. So it's, I mean, it's pretty much over. But it's not. You, you can't be sworn into this game and just expect to. But the thing is, we've we've not we've not conceded a single goal in, in qualifying yet. So I can't see how we're we're suddenly going to lose six in one game and not be able to score. I mean, it is over. I, watching watching the game, I mean, obviously I, g- I agree with pretty much everything McKeon says there. That I just I, I was very nervous at the start. Well, nervous going into it, obviously, because of the game that it was. But especially the way that they set up, I thought we're in for a real a real tough game of it. Um, and I thought that their right winger can't remember the boy's name, but I thought he looked as if he had the pace on Tierney a couple of times actually. And you know, early signs, I thought oh, they they look they look as if they could get a goal. But we definitely, I think. Not so much the second goal, but definitely that third goal absolutely knocked oh the yeah. stuffing right mm-hmm. out of them. I mean, they capitulated after that, and but that was the pleasing thing. We took advantage of it, you know. I, I mean, how many times have you seen Celtic in the past, you know, be a couple goals up at half-time, take a foot off the gas? Now, uh, you wouldn't expect them to do that in a game like this, but for them to go for the jugular the way they did was Another impressive. Another thing as well to, to see... To put two words together was Celtic clinical. Yeah, yep. we've not done. We, there's many times we've seen it last year, but we've not been clinical enough. And, and but y- for this time, three three shots and target three goals. I mean, I mean, you ta- five goals. You would, you would have to be honest and say, we we did get the rubber green a, a oh few aye. times in the game, 
But we took advantage of it. I mean, times in the past where we've not. Um, but I mean, fantastic performance. Um, absolutely delighted. I, I was watching the game. Watching the game, and I, I thought four 0 Even at four 0 I thought I still don't think it's over. I, I still don't think the tie's over. And I actually said, if we if we win five 0 if we get one more goal, I think that's it. I think that's us through. Not thinking that we would, but then obviously Lee Griffiths pops up and, and we get five. Um, but keeping the clean sheet, as we said on the podcast last week, keeping the clean sheet was the thing. We had to make sure that we'd done that. And to do that and score five goals, one of the best performances that we've had in Europe, without a doubt. Because the biggest thing with the, the team I've shown under Rodgers is they can score away in Europe. We've done it a lot yep. now, so yep. we have. So there's no, there's no fear factor of going out there and being worried about not scoring and yeah. then scoring five because I could clearly I can see us scoring a goal at least I'd definitely I'd a goal there. I actually think we might play with a freedom tomorrow that really makes us makes us look quite good I mean I, I think those players I mean them training today must have been you know there's no pressure you know they've got the chance to go out there and really express themselves it, it might we might end up getting a few goals I think I the managers come out admitted it's over their manager I think yeah. is just giving yeah. up he's actually given up 99% Celtic will through which you see he's given up it's, <sighs> it's a fair comment to know, be but, fair. You, yeah. but for your fans you, and the players you want to be a bit more positive and to say look we could always be the, taking the fact of the uh, conditions uh, are going to favour us a lot because it's going to be very humid uh, and, and very warm um, you think that would that will favour them you think well we can try and get on top of that try and press them straight away get a, get a very early goal I mean Mark Walburton said it wasn't a 5-0 game I mean, there's, there's, there's still hope there. Well, but um, no, I think, like, I think, I think the the most pleasing thing for me was we looked as if we had a real proper maturity and intelligence about us. See, Lee Griffiths was a couple of times. Lee Griffiths got the ball and we were on the break, and he just checked back to just to just keep possession and just calm the game down again. And there was a few times that happened second half where you just thought. The players are really thinking about this. Like that, it isn't just a case of, I've got the ball. I need to run forward and try and make some. It was like, no, we're going to build this and you know, really intelligent play about us. Can't be said that can't be said for the centre half, but there's quite a few passes, a couple of passes out of defence, which were a bit ropey. So they were. I thought. And, I, and I, 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 Against a more quality team, we would be being punished about it. Aye, no, I would. Ag- I would agree with that. I think there was. I think that especially, especially at the start of the second half, like the initial first kind of five minutes. I remember Yozo played a kind of a really cute right. pass, but a bit too cute. Just things like that. But I know, as you're saying, you would get picked off with better teams. But at the same time, overall, we we, we dominated the game and really did. Put on a show. I was fact down. Um, Biton, we were kind of talking in the pod before the game about whether Ayer or Biton should be slotting into centre back. Uh, obviously, we kept a clean sheet, but do you think that was the right decision? Do you think Biton acquitted himself well? Yeah, I think he did very well. Um, and I think it showed at the end as well the kind of the way Rogers is when they were kind of doing the, almost pretty much a lap of honour they were doing. Uh, it came to the Green Brigade. They actually pulled bit on a side and pulled him up and says and pushed him towards the fans was pointing and saying a pod and a pod so that's that's good for obviously the players conference um to do that but 
from what I remember, I can't really remember. There were a couple of passes, but I mean, Yozo was guilty of that as well. Um, it's something in a centre half position that we have we have an issue with at times. They just are passing out defence, but um, I can't think of any other times he was really badly caught out. Um, so it looks like he's starting to kind of really take the position on board. Uh, I, th- I think the game suited them. To be fair, I think they didn't really run at our central defenders. I don't think. Not not like more than maybe one guy at a time. And we, and we weren't really under the cosh very much. I think it'll be a different story, obviously, tomorrow. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how Beaton handles that. But I still wouldn't be confident enough to put him in in the group stages. You know, I think we definitely need a defender in there. Just for me, is about, I know he's a good passer. I know he's tall and he can head a ball and stuff like that. But I just think positionally... I think sometimes he still doesn't think like a central defender. He thinks like a midfielder. Concentration as well. I think he loses an awful lot. He can he can switch off for a couple of seconds, and all of a sudden there's somebody possibly going through for a chance. But the um, one thing, the one thing, no. See, the Brendan Rodgers came out and was obviously talking him up and all that. He does make a good point, which we all forget, is the fact that Brendan Rodgers watches him every day in training. Brendan Rodgers is a an expert when it comes to football, he knows stuff that we do not have a clue about. He's not daft. I mean, if he's confident and happy to play him, fair enough, fair enough. And he's he's improving his his patter as well on the old social media. So, Tadger, <laughs> hashtag Tadger, <laughs> that was brilliant. Top. I mean, he's kind of turned his social media game around to that comment. Oh, because remember, he came back with his face tripping on coming back to pre-season training. Now he's calling people Tadgers. Sapling bitten. I think that's what turned it around. Aye. Aye, definitely. So it's actually KT's. KT magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah the other thing as well, he's, he might not even play on Wednesday because I've seen he travelled wearing one of his, they call it a moon boot, but one of his boots over his right foot. So uh, he's got a slight, it looks like a slight niggle of an injury. So don't know how, how much they're going to give a, a gamble on him. Or whether they're going to go with Ayer, but just I don't know how much of a kind of um, protection you, it was. Do, do you know one other thing that I, know, I, I read yesterday? It was Brendan Rodgers talking about Beaton, right? But he said, "Don't get me wrong. If if Boyata is fit, Boyata plays." Like didn't say that about Eric. Just Boyata's fit, Boyata plays. So Boyata is still in his mind. Right, number one. The 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 si- well, I don't him know. Him and Yozo. Uh, him and Yozo are the one and two, the uh, f- first choice centre half pair. But well, I mean, look at that. I mean, Eric could be at the door because what was it? Um, I actually think Cop- Copenhagen came in with a bid. Yep. Yeah, two and a half. They've knocked it back. Three, yeah, or three, three million euros was it? Uh, uh, two point eight million. Two. But I think do you know what? Maybe that's maybe that's sensible. Maybe we should cut our losses with Eric. He's a really nice guy, but maybe not the defender that we all had hoped for. Maybe, but I would still want somebody in, and I know we've got Rivaldo coming in, but that's an unknown quantity. Uh, break uh, news, break news, Pout. Rivaldo Coetze. I'll go with that. From Ajax Cape Town. Aye. A bit weird that the, they announced it. <laughs> yes, with like great fanfare. See if Man City announced Paddy will be raging. 
Be awful. Would it? Aye. Quite happy with that. I want sapping Paddy. That's true. That is the only way to announce Paddy. Um, if you're listening, Kieran, and we know you aren't. Encham, uh, what did you make of Encham's uh, performance? Oh, fantastic. I mean, it's only been, what, about a half dozen games, but you can just see so already the quality in this player. His range of passing is fantastic. Um, not 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 shying away from the ball. Very composable. Very rarely, I can remember, loses, makes a bad pass. Um, it's, can't believe we've kind of we've managed to pick him up. Um, but and the th- thing is, he's obviously so young, and he's just going to get better and better throughout the season. And it'll be interesting to see what he's like when we actually get to the group stages, like when he's up against yeah, better midfielders, and like how much he'll actually compete and how much he'll still be able to influence the game. But um, I thought he was he was fantastic. So he was. But interesting to see how he does over the course of a season and how he can performing in the Champions League as you say because I mean we all get we get excited we've all been right I mean rightly so after the performance he's put in but it's literally been what four games or something Um, but if he continues and he develops because he looks as if he's got loads of potential I mean a a, a season like that and you would be like you know he's going to be one of the next big it's a it's a shame that we say this, but he'll be one. <laughs> he'll be go- off. He'll be one that goes for money, won't yeah. it? But that's but if just we get two seasons out of him and a wad of cash. That's fine. That's that's pretty much our our model of transfers just now. Dare we say he maybe potentially helps us in the last sixteen? If if we get a good draw, um, just calm it down, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean, you can the pass that he played up to Griffiths. For the fourth oh, goal, Jesus. that was fantastic. Because the thing I loved about it though was it was the fact that he he checked back, like he was looking round for his options, like he was scanning round for his options. He was going to go another way, and then he checked back, looked up, seen Griffiths, and just pinged it right away. It just showed you how, like his natural ability to just ping that ball. It was fantastic, but no, he looked very composed, happy, except the ball either either kind of foot turning either direction. Looks brilliant, but you can see how. Uh, that's the thing. It, it seems as if you know when he came in, Brendan Rodgers was talking about how, talking him up, saying how important it was to get a a player of his like for for European football. He's got to play every week, then. Surely, I mean, him and Brown, they pick themselves. I think the, the the extension for the contract for Armstrong, I think, is just to allow us to sell him in January. Um, because it's it's a two year deal. It just means coming next summer we're gonna have the same issue again. He's got like a year left. Yeah. Um, and right now he looks like backup. It does. I mean, he's, he needs to really start putting in some really good performances if he wants to try and oust uh, and Cham. Um, but for me now, I mean, I know, I know, I know, I don't want to get my head myself. Um, but it's only been four or five games. But uh, for me now, I think he, I think he starts ahead of Armstrong. Brendan Rogers, Brendan Rogers had said that um, he'd said that Armstrong wants to go and play in England, but I, f- I feel as if he's it's too soon for him. Another, you know, more time at Celtic playing at a top club before he goes will serve him well. So he's clearly 
two-year deal, I don't know, suggests to me that the boy's still like, no, I want to be down there, but fair enough, I'll stay for one more season. So, Which would make sense, although if he's on the bench the entire season, I don't know how much good it will do him, but it does us good. He's a, it's a strong great choice to have on the bench. Aye. Aye. Just um, and it's a long season. So it just depends on how much of a strong um, interest there was in him. I mean, you just heard Southampton and West Brom were, were linked with him, but there's nothing to say that they actually said... To Celtic were interested or even put in an official bid, there was nothing like that. The main thing for him is if he spends the season sitting on the bench, bit part player, who's going to be interested in that? You know, are they are they going to look and say, oh no, but he was good, he was good six months ago? Unlikely. Yeah, I don't know. Understandable from Jams. Awesome. Oh, yeah, exactly. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, as I say, definitely great to have in the squad, and we we'll see it. Every week, there's 60 games in a season, so we're going to have some rotation in there, um, even if we don't have a lot of injuries. Uh, so, I so 5-0, great game, performance from Celtic, fantastic. Astana's tactics, a bit shit of, but <laughs> what can you do? Nice. There we are. Um, so, after that, we then had the Kilmarnock game, hot in its heels, um, which was at Rugby Park. Quite a young wee team that we put out. It's quite um, almost almost the, the same team that beat Kilmarnock uh, four 0 in the cup. Was it four? Five? five. Yeah. Was it five? I was at the game. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, yeah, it was a massive show of faith from Brendan Rodgers to stick with the same team. I mean, I suppose you could argue that it wasn't it wasn't much of a risk because they had played so well, but uh, that was at home. In, in the cup one-off game always going to be more difficult when you you play the same side again because they want revenge don't they I think that with that in his mind I think there was one telling part the fact he had Brown starting I think he still because Brown didn't start the league one he, he was racing for it he couldn't start because he was he was uh, suspended for the league cup game yep with that Kyle from, from last year from last year alright that's why Kouassi started and uh because I thought it may have been a case of he may have been a bit wary of the kind of reaction Kamarnock would have after obviously 10 days ago getting scaled 5-0 so he thought in Brown a bit more still a bit of a bit of leadership there um, and thought there may have been a bit of a reaction which clearly there wasn't because Kamarnock was just as rotten <laughs> and salty as they are they, I mean they are, if they continue going that way they're definite relegation fodder so they are I mean the tactical nous that you would expect from Big elbows. Yeah. <laughs> it's bringing all his old pals for Rangers that are still kicking about playing and see if they can help me out. Right. See Which is quite feeling. The obviously, the most pleasing thing, I think, for us was the, the young defence, which... Uh, each one of them are 19. Put in a great performance. Well, KT's 20. Oh, he's 20 now. Um, but... Ra- Ra- Ralston, I think... Lee McCulloch said after the game that he thinks Ralston will be Scotland's right back. Uh, is that good? I've seen somewhere. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's not got a lot of competition. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, uh, thanks. I mean, uh, we can say all we want about elbows, but we'll take that. You know what oh, I mean? um, But yeah. Yes, uh, he's Scotland and Celtic's future. Um, Ralston, Ayer, Tierney, and Miller. Um, Tierney at centre back. Impressing. The future about. That's no, no. <laughs> that's I, it. What? I, I hope not. Actually, um, 
I know impress impressive. I thought Aya was probably the best kind of. I, I I thought for for me having Tierney, I thought Tierney was maybe a wee bit quieter, but I thought uh, Aya looked impressive again. He bossed. Bossed a shit out of the boy, really, didn't he? I mean, when he didn't been hard, when he been hard. <laughs> that boy's not an athlete now. <laughs> not that he ever was, but <laughs> Jesus, he looks awful. Um, but no, I I looked really good. Um, I just wish he would get. I don't know. I, I'd like to see I really given some games, but he's yeah. fair enough. He, he played the two games against Kilmarnock, but I would like to see him been given a run in the team at the expense of Beaton, but. Maybe not going to happen now if we're bringing in Rivaldo. But then see with Bitton, it's the fact of you've got he's, there's no position really for him in the field. He, he's earning a wage, a probably relatively decent wage. You can't just have him sitting about. So I think that's why he's pushing him in there ahead of Ayer because you need to get something out of him. But then I suppose that's, but then that's at a detriment of a kid developing. And Kamalnik wanted them back, and Celtic said no. I did we not send another one. Was there not another youngster went? I don't think to Kilmarnock, no. Should have signed a young defender from somewhere on loan. I thought it was for me. But, I mean, the the fact that we've said no, I mean, fair enough, it might have just been because of the injuries, but at the same time, like, you would think if we can get things sorted, we'll maybe see at the end of the window, but if they're just flat out saying no, then obviously they're, they're wanting them part of the plans. Yeah, well, he's Kilmarnock's best defender last season, so he's decent. It's just, is he good enough to break into the team? Um, I don't think... What you were saying, Kieran, is so much that he just needs to get something out of bit on because he costs a lot of money. I think it's just there's a decision there where the defender's injured, go with the youngster IR, or do you think Bitten's more uh, experienced and therefore if he has to play in European games and so on, do you want that that experienced head that's already played in the Champions League? Um, but I, what about young Miller? Do you think... Um, that's the backup for Tierney that we need, or is a left back still a priority? It's a bit of a difficult one, I think. Just for, just purely for the fact that the boy was a more attacking player and he's, his position has been changed, or try to mould him into a left back. I think that's that maybe makes things a wee bit more difficult, or in terms of whether he's ready to be the the second choice left back, if you like. Um, but then he said actually he made a good point in his interview about it he said that like obviously when the interviewer said well when we seen you in the development squad last year you were of a striker or more of an attacking left winger now Rogers seems to kind of want you more into a left back but more seen as an attacking left back and the boy, the boy did say well to be fair I mean we dominate possession that much that I really do almost play like a left wing for the majority of the time anyway because we're just pressing so high for the majority of the game that I don't have a the defensive job isn't as big as it is the offensive job, so I'm yeah. actually having to help getting further up. But the thing is, <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the Champions teams. League group stage and KT gets an injury. Yeah, we have a left-back that can defend. Yeah, that's it, first and foremost. But um, I mean, it's great It's it's great that he's came through and shown his quality. I mean, it's, it's a massive chance for him. Well, to be honest, you'd have Miller back up in the, in the SPL, but in the Champions League, you've got McGregor that could fit in at left back, that could slot in and help out. And he's, we've seen how well he's been doing this. Uh, but, well, but he's been doing well in midfield, and do we want. Give McGregor a pair of goalie gloves and he'll dominate. You know what I mean? He can play any position. I mean, it's, ba- I mean, it's back up. I mean, Aye, it's, a, it's an option, certainly. I mean, Tierney's a, a machine. He's 
hopefully not going to get injured that much. I just remember they was actually injured last season for about <laughs> about a month or two. So we've talked for a good few minutes now about Kilmarnock, and we've not mentioned the absolute messiah that is Tam Rogic. That's, that's Shall where I? we're going. Batter in, dip your toe, and then just plunge. <laughs> oh, I'm going for it. He is the greatest player to play for Celtic since Henry Larson, quite frankly. Um, yeah, I stick by that. <laughs> um, what? He won that game. He he actually carved that game out a solid piece of marble and uh, and and made a masterpiece, which he does very often. Which he does very often, aye. But Was um, it a statue of you that he carved? Um, me and him. Dream. <laughs> me and him. Um, <laughs> rude. Um, but yeah, brilliant set up both both goals. Um, didn't look as if he had any ill effects from his head knock against Astana. Which was a bit brutal. Which was, aye. Which um, obviously clearly shown that he didn't actually have concussion because when you have concussion, you're not really usually signed off to play two or three days later. Aye. No, no, was aye. he not sitting on the bench for the rest of the game as well? So I'm pretty sure he was. If they're not. But um, I, I, brilliant performance setting up the two goals just looks so strong and elegant. I mean, he clipped the ball over our boy's foot for the first one and great vision to pick out Forrest at, uh, about the penalty spot. and Excellent. I mean, my, I said this to Kieran. I can't remember if it was after the Astana game, actually. I think it maybe was, but I was a wee bit worried at first in the Astana game, was it the Astana game? About the pace in midfield with Brown and Cham and Rogic off the ball, I mean, like the pace off the ball, there's not a lot of pace for the three of them. And Cham's brilliant, but I don't think he's he's got much pace about him. And my my worry was going into the Champions League with those three as your three midfielders. It's alright if you've got I mean Tom does his Tom, Tam does his best work when uh, when he's got the ball at his feet, and he, he he looks like a totally different player. A bit like I suppose Samaras was. I mean, Samaras would just turn on the burners and he'd be away. But he's not quite as quick doing the other defensive side of it as we know. So going forward, I'm a wee bit worried about but that, that. But then that's good because there's a bit of variation with the midfield because you've got. Depending on the opposition you're playing, we can always determine in the, in the team you start with. So you like, if you feel against an opposition who's going to, you feel you're going to kind of, it's always be at home anyway. I mean, not so much away from home, but you're going to dominate the possession and you're going to obviously play quite high up the field. You can get away with playing Rodgers and then Cham. But if you've got a more, a more bigger team, more skillful, they'll have a fair bit of the possession. You can then, then switch it and possibly have Armstrong and McGregor come in. Or you can have Vincham and McGregor. And McGregor's obviously in there because he's, he's got the pace. Yeah. So he can... As like I said last week, I feel Rodgers would play the home game and McGregor would play the away game, which I still think he will be because then you want extra people in midfield to help help out come back because obviously yeah. Rodgers doesn't do that. And McGregor's just well, got an engine. It's a bit unfair on Rodgers actually because there's, there's times where I've a few games he's actually done a fair bit when he's been coming back. He's been doing well. He's been getting the kind of tackle. So he does come back. But it's just that whole, like you said, like you said with the pace... If we turn for the, the counter-attack, we can't rely on Rodgers being that deep because yeah. it'll take him forever getting up to catch but up with the striker. Th- the thing is, though, he's 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 got something that no one else has in that team. I think, for me, he's just... 
that creative player, but the, the skill that he has and the technique that he has, I mean, no one comes close to him in that Don't team for me. For, for me, I, I feel the last person to have technique kind of close to that is Lubo. Since mm. Lobo, I feel, I don't think, I can't, well, Nakimura. people, nah, I don't know. With Absolutely, Nakamura, 100%. But the feet, with the ball at his feet. He was a, he was a magician. He just, but he didn't that, keep oh, it there for long. That was all with the, the kind of, he was all about with the, the pass, pa- uh, yeah. passer. Whereas Rodgers at times, it's the strength he keeps the it's ball. Dribbling it's a dribbling part of it, which yeah. I don't think Nakamura ever had. The other person who could probably argue with Paddy McCourt. But that he was just <laughs> Paddy something Robert, different. Paddy Roberts, obviously great with the yeah, balls. Yeah, but I feel I feel what helps him further is his strength to hold off players with the ball still at his feet while he's still moving with it. Um, but I feel nah, I think Lubo's the. He's got four hands. That's it. Like four. Sammy as well for a dribble. Oh, aye. different player, obviously, but aye, aye, true. Um, so I Roger, any more you want to just? Splodge it about him. I just, I just, I just hope we can keep him. I just hope we can keep. Him. I, I know, I know the whole thing. People still go on about the fact that oh, can he last ninety minutes? I mean, that's just daft now. That's gone now. But Did you see the amount of ninety minutes he's had over preseason? And now uh, I think he's had at least four or five. I think from top of my head, possibly. But so he's starting to get that kind of. And he was playing ninety minutes regularly. The end, of, well, from, from you know Most the latter part season. of last season. But it's obviously could he do it? Down in the Premiership, would a uh, would a team down there take a punt on him? I don't know. Probably not. But and again, he how well would he do in a team that wasn't a dominate? dominating? Yeah, yeah. But I hope not. Hopefully, we <laughs> hopefully we can keep. Well over you kind of get the feeling though we could hold on to Roger for a good a good while. Well, when was the last was time he was linked? When was the last time there was a, even a rumor? Uh, Arsenal last season was it? Aye, but, that, oh, but that's just paper rubbish. Aye, that's there's never any, been any kind of real serious that there was a possible interest. So he kind of seems to be going below the radar. I think with a lot of teams, but like you said, I think it's just I think he's he's lack of pace. But there, um, there, there is no one like him. In the in that team, there's no one that no. can do what Roger does. He, he brings something totally unique, which is which is kind of rare, I suppose. Um, we've not had many players like that, I don't think. Um, I mean, you, you do see a difference when he doesn't play. Yeah, the team absolutely. Same similar to the way and Brown it's cra- crazy to think where he is now compared to you know, when you think of the fact that only a few years ago he was completely out for a season, injured, and we thought he's. You know, because we n- we hadn't really seen anything of him before that. Yeah, and little you thought, flashes of maybe. Uh, you thought he total dud. He's off. And he was fired back to Australia as well. Yep, we're back Six on loan. On loan as well. So and he's uh, just fantastic. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask about the Kelly game. <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Kelly game. We've just been shot. At, I think. <laughs> uh, Forrest playing up front again. How did you think it went? Was he more effective than previously? Because we'd kind of talked about the fact that it didn't really work. I, I personally, I mean, he, he got a goal in his movement. I think his movement in the box isn't actually that bad, but I don't think he does enough to lead the line for me. I, I, I think when you see Griffiths come on, it, Griffiths is just... Obviously, he's a specialist at playing as a striker. I mean, that's his whole thing. So he he's on a different level. But Forrest does an all right job. 
against the likes of Kilmarnock, but you I need a striker up I there. think he linked up a little bit better. I think when the ball was played to him, he was kind of playing it off to defenders, almost kind of like holding it up. So like when the, the when the, the team was moving forward, they were playing it into him and he was playing off to somebody else, so it kind of brought, brought it into else. Did a bit more of that. I've not actually seen him do it very often, but uh, it's not, I mean, it's obviously not his fault, but he just doesn't, it's the, it's the runs that strikers make. He can't seem to do that yet. And I think we, when the midfielders with the ball, they are going to play a ball that they know a striker's going to go for, but Forrest isn't, so they can't play the ball. Um, so just having to kind of keep the ball up more, but hopefully, we didn't obviously, Dimpy will be back hopefully sooner than they'll get him. Never know, he might actually get a striker. Again, I think he said, Rogers came out and said he actually does look like he wants to get a striker in. So he does. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There's certainly, certainly stuff happening. I don't know. There was the rumour... We signed Rivaldo for crying out loud. I know. There was the rumour that we were going to sign we were spending five million. <laughs> that that rumour on the, the Twitter box was spend five million on a centre-half. 800,000, I believe Actually, it was. Actually, we're spending yeah. 800,000 on a guy for South Africa. Probably. It was dead good, but a bit slow. Aye. Initial <laughs> thoughts about... <laughs> come on, call it. Aye, I think he'll be pish. That's <laughs> my... <laughs> and those are certainly not your words. I think you're stolen from somewhere else. Aye, no, I think that's slightly different from <laughs> the bold Sir Manny, who's also putting his cards on the table, so to speak. Yeah. But listen, ho- hopefully we're, we're proved Pro- wrong. But the, night, me wrong, the 90 minutes on WhatsApp thinks this guy's going to be shite. Well, he's not going to get hit head higher. That's the problem. <laughs> Surely it must be better than <laughs> well, higher. Baton gets ahead of higher, so. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. So, um, Astana pumped them 5 0. Easy peasy. Uh, we've got them tomorrow or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, how do we approach that game, Kieran? Um, I think we, we we approach it the way do we do we do with all our games. I think we look to try and control the game, the possession. Uh, try not to be overwork it too much. Um, also try not and sit and sit back and defend. I don't think that will work for ourselves. We don't. We we've not really so far this season. We've not really come up against a a strong team that's going to give us a lot of problems defensively. This actually could be the first test we have where a, a team we might have to do, do a bit more defending. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I feel just uh, uh, just play the way we normally play. Um, I can't see his kind of changing at all. Uh, going by the fact that the fact that he's dropped literally everyone for the command game Saturday says to us he's going to go with the first eleven again. And the fact that they've travelled. Yeah, yeah, they've all travelled, so yeah. they're not going to travel to just sit on the bench. So I think he's going to go. Because I mean, I mean, it's still early season. I mean, all these players still want to keep keep the momentum going and of getting their game sharpness, um, so that they're kind of continuing going and, and they want to play. It's a qualifier of the Champions League. They still want to play in Champions League games and also get accustomed to playing in in, in Europe because I mean, when it comes to the group stage, maybe it's might still have tough kind of climates to go and play in anyway so they may as well get adapted to this just now as it is did you notice that they had um, there was no press conference at the airport they didn't go through the departure lounge you were straight out to the tarmac um, after the your club's deed 
incident. <laughs> the statement of fact. Yep. It's just shocking how state affairs of a country you can't actually go through checking. Do, do you not? Do you not? Do you not think that was kind of long overdue anyway? I'm I'm kind of surprised that that's never been brought up before. The fact that the team is in the you know queuing up at the. They're not celebrities. Eh? They're not celebrities. They're footballers. Don't be. What? Of course, they're celebrities. What? Yeah, but they're still a footballer. No, but, but the f- the in in Glasgow. But it also helps. But then it's also good for the fans because fans maybe on they're flying out all of a sudden they see their their their, uh, their team there they want to go and get pictures just because some stupid we had it's made some sort of stupid comment. What if some somebody ran up and booted Griffiths right in the boss and he was I'd expect him to turn around and smack him back. <laughs> <laughs> then your your players gubbed for the game. I don't know. I just I think. Um, I think it's kind of sensible that they don't they, they, they don't go through that and they should just be taken straight to the flight. I think it's a good move by Celtic to to cancel all that rubbish. But obviously, we we then didn't really know if anybody had been left at home. But it doesn't look like it, judging by the pictures of the training. It looks as if the full strength team are there. Aye, I think there was a couple of pictures. And the bu- there was pictures yeah. of Instagram and like from Lustig because obviously it was Griffiths' birthday on the Sunday, so there was pictures on the bus and you could majority you could see the, ah, the majority the players like anyway. So put out pictures tonight of them training. training and it looks as if they're they're all there. Um, I don't know. I, I th- personally, I think I would have I would have rested a few to be honest. I, I just think well, that th- there's some players there that could get some European experience. Players that don't currently have it. You know, um, are we thinking Ralston here? Ralston, aye, I think Ralston would be number one. Um, I'd keep Gordon and goals, maybe Ralston, uh, Ralston, Ayer. Thing is, Yozo in a plastic pitch, he's he's not wanting to do that. Yozo never played, Yozo's there though, um, but he never played him at Kilmarnock. Maybe one's one game enough, not yeah. two. So, I, I would play Ayer. Um, as you're saying with Beaton with the with the boot in his foot, uh, and not the good boot, the the big stupid boot. Um, so Ayer, Yozo, Tierney, um, probably would have played Kuasi if he was fit, but obviously he's out now. So no, it'll be Brown, still one Brown, Brown and Cham. Um, I, I, McGregor. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was McGregor. Oh, McGregor. Uh, Sinclair on the left because Sinclair still needs to get a bit more. His form's not been what we what we seen of him last year. He's still kind of getting getting into it. So I think another, another, I think more game time for him. I think would help him. What about the Astana game though? Was that not a bit of a uh, ah the second half, but not in the first half. He was quite quiet in the first half. So he's got to kind of try and impose himself in the game as much as he can for him. He thought he 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 really did come alive in that second half though. Oh, absolutely. But then I mean, I, I suppose you're. <laughs> At the same time, you're playing against a team that did capitulate, but I mean, he took his goals well and he's best performance, obviously, for a while. And he scored, I don't even know how many games, uh, goals, but yeah, he's, he's scored a fair few goals. a goal a game, pretty much, is he not? Yeah. I think Johnny Hayes would have been another one that I you would put in, but. But in what's happened? Is he injured? I've not actually seen. They've not said. I've anything. not mentioned injured, but then there's been two games where he could have possibly played in. And it wasn't um, even in the squad. And it wasn't even in the squad, so you've got to assume an injury, but it's not been mentioned anywhere. Paddy's coming home, mate. That's what's happened to Hayes. Maybe we've punted Hayes already. Yeah. We're just scared to admit it. Oh well, it's fun while it lasted. 
Um, thing is, do we play Griffiths up top? Aye. Why? We are 5 0 up. 5 0 up. He's still a bit iffy with his injury, his calf. Do we risk going with that or do we go with Forrest? I think it makes too much of a difference when Griffiths doesn't. He can be on the bench. We'd have him on the bench. Could have the last 20 minutes, half an hour, just maybe the last half an hour, just so that he's still getting match time to kind of just continually build up his his fitness. So who, but pl- who plays on the right then? Because he's isn't he there. Well, McGregor played on the right in the weekend. So I mean you can have McGregor and Roderick. Oh, oh, essential. We could do, eh? Um, McGregor can obviously can I don't, I roll back d- in. But to be fair though, McGregor McGregor needs to be in the middle. See, putting out McGregor wide, he's just not as effective at all. I don't think. Um, yes, it gets him on the pitch, but I'd much rather he was central than that. I don't. I don't know. It's. I don't know if he, he may, may he may put Benu in. I mean, Saldi, he was a bit. He was pretty quiet. Um, so he was. Um, didn't get in the game enough. But if you are wanting to protect Griffiths and play Forrest up top, but then I've never seen the lad Benu playing the right. He always seems to play on the left or possibly through the middle. So I don't think he would start him. I think he might actually just just go with Griffiths and Forrest. To be honest. So what would you do, Kim? What's your lineup? I I, I would possibly I, I would go with Forrest up top. So, then I can't What's the best then? Are you agreeing with Louie? I'm agreeing with Louie for the majority of it. Most, all the back four, I, I think Yozo will play. I would play Yozo. Yeah. He's got to stay, start to get used to plastic pitches because he's can't even miss out Kamalak and Hamilton. And we've got to yeah. play them twice, so that's four games. You're also, I mean, we're 5-0 up, but you're suggesting, suggesting playing a young right back. Um, you're also then playing IR and Bitton, who are just kind of starting to learn yeah, the so role of centre-back. Too much of a gamble. Possibly could pick choice. I I'd be with Yozo. Probably I actually. I mean, if the I don't know how I don't know how serious this thing is with Bitton. I just don't know wh- why the, the boot was on. I can't I can't remember if he picked up at the, what happened the Saturday. I don't know if he. If uh, he the, caught. The, the or did he caught quickly on? Didn't he actually? Uh, there was something right at the end of the game. Um, I don't know. A guy stamped his Achilles, I think. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it, if he actually went off and we were down to. Not unless it's, men, not unless it's, it's just a wee bit of swell and just kind of hoping that it'll die down for Wednesday. I don't know. It's 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 maybe the chance to play. You know, Ra- Ralston and Miller, Ralston Miller, Ayer are the three that have played well in the Commandant games. They've shown promise. Do you? Take advantage of the situation, give them a wee bit of European experience, even if it is just 20, 30 minutes. Or, d- or d- are you bold enough to go, you're going to go straight in? I think the Ralston one, I think, would be a safe one. I think he's shown that he's a really, really mature player. Um, he's solid. Um, but then you take, if you take Lustig out, Lustig's like your, one, your, your second in command. But then if Bitton's yeah. struggling and he's not calling from higher... Lustig can play in centre half. Could play Lustig and Ayer if he's not worried about Yozo. Well, I mean, those they're they're the ones we don't really have. There's not really much opportunity to change things in an attacking sense. But he's not being there. Aitchison's not registered. You know, is Aitchison not an age that he can pretty much just get flung in? 
Aye, because the same with Tierney. Tierney's not actually qualified. Tierney's Aye. not registered. Aye. He's part of the youth, so you can bring any of the youth up but that you want. But they, but they have to be on that B list. Because Tierney's, no, Tierney's on the B list. He doesn't need to be on the A list because of his age and because he's a homegrown... Uh, something, yeah. something daft like yeah. that. Well, so the B list player, but they ha- still have to be registered on the B list. Yeah, and how, how many is that? Another 12? Austin Miller and all that and Aitkinson, Aitkinson will be on that as well yeah I just don't know who's but then well, I don't know Brendan Rodgers said that it, it was too early for ages and so I'd be God surprised knows. if that was that was involved um, so I uh, predictions for tomorrow I think hmm. we'll I think we'll concede because they I mean they've got to go for it They've got to go for it. So it's a big question, obviously. How how do they react to that? Do they go right? We'll go out and we'll have have a performance, or are their their heads down through the start because it's five nil? Or like um, that, uh, an expert on Twitter suggested, will they be throwing the game? Oh, I, um, I, I I think I think they'll probably come flying at the traps. And if they don't get anything in the first 15, 20 minutes, I think then the heads will go down a bit. You know, I think we're probably in for a tough start. Um, I think I do think they'll get. I think they'll get a goal because by all accounts they're very strong at home. They've got an unbeaten run as yeah. well. Um, they did look as if they could they could score and they did threaten us a bit. Um, and you just don't know if Brendan's going to change things. So, but I think we'll score. I do think we'll score. I, th- I think uh, one each draw. That's what I'm going to go for. One each. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I do feel we'll score. I, I think we might. I think we might concede too many. I think we might beat two one. Because uh, th- well, although we're saying the game's over for them, they've got a point to prove of the fact of they've just been humiliated five 0 They want to show the fact of no, we're not a dud team. We're not. We're here for a reason. We got as far as the playoff because we are a decent team. They've already put a seed out in Legia Warsaw the round before, um. So they ha- they can play. So I think they'll be out to prove. I mean, they need they need to to help it from themselves. They want to get a bit confident. Because the thing is, well, they they've got the Europa League, so they have the they want to make a bit of a, a standpoint and go well. Do you know what? We're not going to be we're not even going to be whipping boys of the Europa League as well. Um, so they, they obviously, like you said, they've got an unbeaten run to to kind of protect the home. So I think, I think they'll actually want to play, want to play, and prove a point. I do feel. I think, unfortunately, I think it may be too much for us. But I, think, I don't obviously one tie, obviously. But I think, I think two one, possibly three one. But uh, I do think, unfortunately, we'll get beat. But I think we'll score. So one each, two one, and three 0 for me. Celtic will pump them three 0 Ralston assist within the first twenty minutes, assuming he plays. Um, I think what's what's more important tomorrow as well. Once that game's out of the way, is uh, keeping an eye on the Olympiacos one, because yep. if they they're two one up, but they're actually away to in, in Croatia, uh, and hopefully if they get put out, we'll get ourselves a wee step ladder above into pot three, which would be makes a huge very difference. nice huge to difference. avoid some of those pot three teams, Aye. which um, I would take nicely. So. I don't. I, I never watched the Olympiacos game, but you can assume the fact of that the right here an away goal should help them out. Um, they're a bit of an unknown. I'm not really. I don't know really aware of them, but I think they've won the Croatian Championship the last two or three years. Got a funny feeling I read that somewhere, or heard that somewhere. So they can't be. They can't be that bad, but definitely keep an eye on that result. We will. We will. 
So, gentlemen, we'll head to Twitter for a few questions, Louis. Yep, the Twitter box is uh, filled up. We have uh, Mark Celtic, at Mark Celtic, um, says, despite a couple of good performances, Beaton is still shite. Discuss. We have dis- we have discussed it um, earlier in the pod, to be fair. I think he's, yeah. He's, I think he's doing all right, but I just don't think he's the solution to centre-back if we're going into Champions League group stages. Yep. Um, Done a job, but... Aye, in midfield, there's no space for him, basically. But, but no more. Aye. Thank you, Biton. Thank you. And yep. thank you, Mark, for the great question. Um, Liam has sent in a team. He says, here's a t- team for you. <coughs> Gordon and Goals, Lustig, Simonovic, Tierney. Midfield of Kouassi, Brown, Forrest, Cham, Sinclair, and then Dembele and Griffiths up front. I would o- I would obviously very quickly highlight the fact that Tam's not there, so the team's shit. <laughs> it's a bit poor. Also, playing when you've got two strikers in your squad, playing them both in the same lineup. Three five two. It's concerning. And Sinclair is your attack is your wing back. Gets does well coming back, but I don't think he's strong enough to be. But then I suppose you get Brown and Kwasi. So I suppose the things. thing there is, would we like to see Dembele and Griffiths in the same team? He's kind of tr- it's been tried, isn't it? I don't I don't think he's going to go back. Well, but it's not been as two enough. up front though as well. Usually when they played, has it not been Griffiths more off? It was it was Griffiths, but it was two. It wasn't like it was a, a, t- a front three. It was Griffiths was playing off of Dembele, but. It wasn't done enough to be honest to give it an actual proper chance at it. Um, but I like you said when you've got two strikers, was the mental playing both your your strikers at the same time? It'd be interesting to see that team play. Yeah, why not? Um, Keon Crawford um, says, "What more has Calmac Express got to do to get into the Scotland squad?" Obviously, the squad came out today for the games against Lithuania, Lithuania and, and he wasn't in it, and he's not in it. <laughs> But Armstrong is. But Armstrong is, yep. Yep. Um, I think there's a couple of questions about that as well. Yeah. Some more fruitily worded. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's mental. Um, and right now, and again, Armstrong's a great player, but right now, Cal Mack is playing substantially better than him, and that's why he's keeping him out of the team. Yeah, I, I, Kieran, I Kieran's nodding his head. Forgot how podcasts work. <laughs> no, I'm just still trying to get my head around why Strachan's not picked him. Against uh, again over Armstrong and Lou might have the tweet there, but I think uh, one of the listeners suggested it's because he's a big dildo. Which <laughs> wow, <laughs> I didn't I didn't <laughs> see that. That must be oh, aye, that's right. Do you agree that Strachan is a dildo for not signing Calmax? Says uh, William. Mm-hmm. I think we'd all agree with that comment. To be honest, ginger dildo. Uh, Sorry, Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Um, Scott Cameron says, should we re-sign the Holy Goalie as cover for Gordon? Oh, aye. For the banter? Aye. Purely. I'd love the big man back. Why was that? What? But then we've got De Vries. What do you mean, got punt De Vries? Well, because we've, set, we've sent uh, Doohan out on loan, loan um, which leaves us only with uh, Gordon, De Vries and... Hazard. Hazard is the three goalkeepers at the club. Is that not enough? I don't. I don't know that it is. To be honest, should we not have three goalkeep three first team goalkeepers? Because Hazard p- plays for the development squad. I don't think he'll come up. 
I don't know. Did we, did we sell by or barely by you, whatever it is? Or did he? Yep, Bailey's. So he sold, not, he didn't go on loan? No, 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 no he's, he's gone. gone. He's so gone. is Leo Fazan, he's gone. Goddamn shame. I know. Always wanted Um, I would be more than happy to see the Holy Goalie come back just for the pants, aye. Aye. But uh, realistically, his wages would be pretty high. But I'd, I'd just put him in first team. Sorry, Gordon. Love you, but so Holy Goalie. Yep. Exactly. Um, William, who made the, the dildo comment, also asked how long before we punt Armstrong? January. I January. think I, I think January. <coughs> well, I think come January, we will uh, have a European run to concern ourselves with, so we'll want a, a decent squad. So Very next true, summer. Because I've, I remember reading something over the summer that well, it's obviously well known that um, the previous two managers that won the treble went on to a European final. <coughs> That's a very good point. But I'm not going to jinx or anything because I don't think Alex would be very happy if I said that. So we'll just leave it as that's that's happened. So never know. Fair enough. Um, and lastly, uh, Stephen Craig at uh, Craig Boy without the eye. Um, he said, "Is Calmac the new Armstrong, and should we keep him?" as he is a uh, dedicated, useful utility player who will potentially be better than Stuart Armstrong. Absolutely. I um, don't know if you... Well, right now, form-wise, he's definitely the better player. Um, I think the fact that he is a utility player of a certain quality is the reason why we want him in and around that squad. He can do a job, and right now... In a midfield full of fantastic performers, he's arguably the best performing or informed midfielder that we have right now. Yep, I would I would agree. He ha- he he should be playing. It's it's just it's only due to the other players that are in the midfield. The fact that he's not getting there, and he, to be fair, on form he he should be ahead of practically everybody. To be fair. Tam Rogic's probably the one that takes his place, although Calmac doesn't really play as a number 10. But, but he doesn't play as a number 10, but it depends on the opposition. He'll play usually as an extra midfielder. So there'll be some games where you'll want three midfielders in there, and there'll be some times where you only need the two midfielders and you'll want a number 10. So although McGregor replaces Rogic, he doesn't actually replace him positionally. He just replaces him within the midfield just as an extra worker yeah. uh, with legs. Uh, I think what we tell him with McGregor and how far he's going to go and how better he is at Armstrong well, is his performances if he gets the games in Champions League, which I think he will. Like, like I've just explained how, depending on position, I think Rod, uh, McGregor will get a, a, a few more games in the Champions League. Uh, and I'll just to see that if he's like matured from his performances last year, because we found he can have... He was very wasteful with his passes and he was kind of caught in possession an awful lot. Um, obviously, kind of positional awareness as well can I get caught a little bit. So it'd be good to see, compare it from last year to this year, to see if he's actually taken it on board and where he's adapted better and he's improved more. And I think that will be telling to see if he is going to be better than Armstrong. I think it, as well as, you know, him, Calmac, Rogic and Sinclair are the three best players at the club in terms of playing between the lines between the defence and the, the opposition's defensive midfield and picking up the ball in those areas and, and 
Kilmarnock's fantastic at it. What was the home game that he scored? Was it the Hearts? It was the Hearts game, wasn't it? And uh, he, he was constantly doing that. He was just, uh, the, the ball was, he was finding space. He finds space as well as Tom Roderick, I think. Because um, Tom Roderick's fantastic at it. Um, and that's the thing against Rosenberg that kind of, I remember watching Sinclair, and Sinclair wasn't even that good, but you could see that he was a different player. Eh, not even Rosenberg had done it a couple of times, but it wasn't that great. Astana, when he picked up the ball in those pockets and then immediately drove at the defenders, just went straight for them. Calmack's brilliant at that as well, but I think Calmack personally, I think he's, I think he's going to get better as he gets older. His, his decision making gets better and is more intelligent because I think his natural skills superb technique he's good huh? um, but also that natural engine he has if he can get to the level where he's good enough to be playing in Europe the engine the tenacity is something that Celtic will need coming up against bigger teams absolutely so, football players in that transfer Aye. business. A bit of wheeling, a bit of dealing. Um, we've touched on Rivaldo. Um, Coatsy. Ronaldo Coatsy. Um, who? Who is he? <laughs> who, is, who is Rivaldo Coatsy? No, we've, we've seen a few comments from South African football fans and journalists who seem to think he is actually. Very decent. Um, one describing him already at 20 years old as the best defender in South Africa. Um, is, it th- is it 30 caps he's got for a South African? I don't know. I think he made his debut something like 16 or 17. He was yep. his youngest. The youngest so he's, he's 20 year old and I think he's got something like 30 caps for the South African national team, which is so it's impressive to, to play that many games at that age for a national team anywhere. So... That's judging by judging by the videos on YouTube, and you can never judge a player on these <laughs> things. But his passing looks fantastic. But there's no one near him when he sprays those passes for defence. Like he's not being shut down. There's no one running at him. He's got all the time he wants to pick a pass. He's not going to get that time in Scottish football. So it'll, yeah. be, it'll be interesting. But not even just that, but just the whole pressure of being at Celtic Football Club. We've seen yeah. other. I mean, look at Kelvin Wilson. Admitted himself, he just could not, he couldn't cope or believe just the whole pressure of a job was not acceptable up here. You yeah. had to win your games, and but it took him a but said six months before he could actually really deal with it and cope with it. Now, he was an experienced player that came from the championship, but they say he's the second best league in the world, obviously. Yeah, bullshit, but the, the, the level of standard between England and South Africa, there's going to be a, there's going to be a gulf there, so. Coming over and having the expectations of being a Celtic football player, as and, and and with that being a defender, mm. I mean, so the I defenders don't come, have not, not don't get a good time at Celtic. It's a, it's a bit of a gamble. It's a bit of a gamble, I suppose. But at the same time, I think the you see the appointments that we've made, kind of off the pitch, where like you know header a header recruitment and scouts and stuff like that. I mean, they must have done. A lot of homework on the boy to sign him. Like I, yeah. I, I, I think they must be. We're not signing anybody without being confident they're going to be 
and the signings earn his money in the future. Put it Rogers has made so far have, have all been pretty solid. De Vries is maybe the only one, but as a backup keeper, that does the job. Um, just looking here, he's played eighty-two times for Ajax, uh, Cape Town, uh, debuting at the age of seventeen. Twenty-three international caps he's had, um, which for a twenty-year-old is ridiculously impressive. Um, and last season he won not only his club's player of the season but the players' player of the season award as well. So he could he could be decent. Um, slightly concerned that, um, and again I've not watched them, but other than quick YouTube uh, clips, but his pace being kind of called into question as one kind of weakness, which. We don't, we, we don't have a lot of pace at the uh, uh, centre half. so Which is something, we, so we want that. Yeah, surely. exactly. Yep. But my worry that. would be that if he came in and Eric left, I wouldn't, that, I wouldn't like that because that's you've really went from Boyat and Yozo being your your first two and then the backup's going to be yeah. this lad, Ayer maybe. So it's against a lot of youth in the back uh, the backup. So I hope we can... Uh, Maybe just still keep a hold of Eric just now, anyway. Yeah. Until we can have. But we were talking about signing a centre back before the chat of Eric, and then also there was chat of Yozo maybe getting sold on. So, are we maybe going to sign another centre back, assuming Eric gets let go? Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was thinking as well. I mean, there was certain Twitter accounts that were putting out fake news that we were going to spend five million on a on a centre half. Um, obviously, maybe it was five million South African dollars or whatever their currency is. It could have been rand. Um, Good call. I don't think Rivaldo's that player, so it'll be interesting to see if we're bringing in if we're bringing in someone else. I know there's the boy, the French boy that's at Lens. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, Kevin. We'll call him Kevin. Okay. Uh, Ke- Kevin, uh, might Kevin, Kevin, something. Um, Kevin might be his second name against a D. <laughs> That's Kev- Kevin D. Um, from Lens, there was talk of him coming, but um, we'll need to wait and see. I think it might be a case of one coming in will depend on Eric going out. So yeah, be because that would only leave us with three, wouldn't it? Three with Yozo, the Boyata, three. and and Ayer. Ayer. Is that right? Aye, aye. If we let if we let Eric go, because away, if Eric was to because no, if we bring in the boy for lens and we let Eric go, we're we're going to do we're going to do both. So if Eric doesn't go, we probably won't send the guy. If Eric does go, then we'll send the guy. So it'll be like yeah. one for one. Yeah. We'll keep one of them. Yeah. We'll either have one or keep one. So that'll be your three centre halves, and then you'll have Ayer and Coatsy as kind of. Yeah, oh, but that's that's beton. Beton, I think, was just like you said, a stopgap just now until we give us more Ayer and this lad coming in more time and more. To kind of develop for the next six months, um, Jean Kevin Duverne. Yes, that's a that's a fella. Um, so yeah, maybe, hey, maybe we're going to sign our centre half as well. I don't know. Interesting times ahead. Striker. Striker. I, b- I believe Rogers has said. Well, a lot of quoted saying that was um, he's tasked his scouts with finding a striker for him. So it seems like he wants to bring somebody in. A wee cheapo one. A wee cheapo to develop, make big bucks. I mean, uh, see after getting that money. I mean, like, see once we pocket this money tomorrow. Aye. 
Surely, surely we're going to go out and spend a bit. But look at the money you we got all the money last year. I know, barely spent that as well. That's what I'm saying. You got all the money for last year and this year. I mean, that's... 60 million almost. Six, just, just putting the balls off 60 million. So... And you spent, what, four and a half in Why are we not going out and buying... We should go out. Let's just blow the lot of it. Let's <laughs> just, just go back. Doing the chip and dickers. Chip and dickers? Is that what you think on, fella? I'm, uh, you know, I'm... I'm open to everything. <laughs> <laughs> Scared to try it in case you like it. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh well. Uh, uh, moving on. Fuck that. Um, I we should we should we should <laughs> spend a wee bit of cash. Brendan, come on. I know. I think it's Brendan. I think it's Pete. Pete and you start kind of loosening the purse strings a little bit. I know. I'd it's but a difficult one because you've got so many players in the positions just now that you you wouldn't want to not be in the team. But I still think if, if you've got the somebody chance, better in, then yeah. you should well, do it. Just Striker out. maybe isn't. I mean, Griffiths and Dembele are, as far as that stands, to that, that's the strongest position or one of the strongest positions in the team. But it does need backup. But there's yeah. another four or five million we, quid. We've, we've, shi- we've um, shipped out Shifty, so we have kind of <laughs> got a It's easy for you to say. We get, we've already <laughs> got one, out, one striker out, so we're looking to replace a striker. So N- Nadir, that was one of the, the Twitter questions we had, actually, was about Nadir. He is off to Plymouth Argyle. Yes, he is, on loan. On loan. And do you know what that's just done? That's just freed up the number seven shot. Just in perfect for a Mr. Rivaldo. Aye, let's get to the big news, man. Oh, my big paddy. Big paddy. Or wee paddy. Is it happening? Is it happening? Oh, I. All the news, it was splashed across the news, and every bought for the telly and the papers all saying that he's signing on loan. It's done. Yep. But. Um, I don't know. I'd but it was was it Friday last week. But it all all the stories were next week he will sign. Yeah, there's no, there's no way they're going to announce him while the teams in Kazakhstan. That's never going to happen. I think it's always the thing as well. He's not going to announce until a hundred percent in the Champions League. I think that's what is. I think that's what the the, the contract's been ha- hanging on is being in the Champions League. I don't think City would Well, this news came out Europa. after Astana, didn't it? Exactly, so when it was 5-0 up. So you're thinking 5-0 up, we've got one foot in the door. It had to take a, the, one of the biggest capitulations ever for us to go out. Ah, sure though, Kieran Haran. What was that? Is, if it's a loan, are you disappointed? No. If it's a loan with a view to buy, I'd be interested in that. But, but if, it, if it's just loan. a straight loan, no option to buy. Well, we're kind of stuck with it. It seems as if we've put an awful lot of uh, effort into doing this over the summer. That if it falls through, if it fell through, there's no other um, option available to bring in a talented winger. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, I, I don't know. For, for me personally, I'm like getting. We want Paddy back. Everybody just wants Paddy back, and to get him, no matter what. You've got to be happy with it. But I think for our own good, there's got to at least be an option to buy in there. It worries me a wee bit just getting them on loan again. I know what people say about the fact then you've had them for two and a half years. Most players, quality players, wouldn't stay for that long. But 
he's not ours, so we're not going to ben- our future teams are not going to benefit from the cash that would be generated with that player playing so well for those two and a half years. You know, I mean, yes, no, g- get, getting him, he can develop the the team in a short term, and and we can gain from him then. But I don't know, I I just really want him to sign permanently. It's the nature of the beast, I think. Absolutely. Obviously, we'd all prefer he signed permanently, and we, even if it cost us, you know, eight million or however much it would cost. There's talk of talk of us costing three million. I seen two and a half for, 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 about for, a for, loan. The, for that. But then even at that. Ultimately, I see we've had a year and a half of them already, so we would be in two and a half million and would have got them for two and a half years. Um, that's decent going. And see if he can make the difference and get us into the last 16 of the Champions League. Then, aye, okay, we've, we don't get to sell him on, we don't get to keep him, but... Uh. That's the point. If he does perform the Champions League again and does get us in the last 16, that's him. He's going to be going to somebody else next summer. But then I've got to think of what, I wonder what contract length of contract he has with City. Twenty twenty, is it not? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's so uh, something like twenty nineteen or twenty. So he must have signed a big contract, like a five six year deal in City bottom. So, Unless right. it's because I can't imagine it's been renegotiated. No, no, I think he's no, he's not since he was been at Celtic. He's not had a new contract. But I mean, since he's been at City, I don't think he's no. had. A, so it's obviously been five or six million. There's still years to go on it though. But he's not going to get into the Man City team. He knows. I mean, surely he knows that. So I don't know. I, I'm still holding out a, a tiny wee glimmer of hope that it's a permanent or an option to buy. But hey, if he comes and we see him in that Celtic top again soon, it's going to be fantastic. We're all going up to Celtic Park, aren't we? When it happens. Well, I'm just going to be camped out just in case it happens at any point in time. You get up at night. Yep. Going to be losing my job. Homeless, won't be able to pay my mortgage, but I'll get to see him. That'll be worth it. Aye. Peter Lowell's been there just now, so it must be getting thrashed out. I know Peter Lowell's at the Man City game against Everton tonight. Sitting right in front of Hosey, so he's getting up there with a decent, a decent view and a decent seat. Oh, so he's, got, he's got fellas beside him, aye. But his son also works at Man City, so, you know. Is he down seeing the boy, or is he down seeing yeah, that boy? He could, have chosen, he could have chosen any game to go and see his boy. Aye. It's not no chance he's flying to Kazakhstan. Not a chance. Pete, <laughs> Pete's too important. He's no gun. We private jet in and out. Oh no, thanks, Dad. We don't need law over there. There's no point in being there. Watch the game. They don't they actually. Do, Peter Law doesn't travel much to away games, does he? In in terms of European games. I'll take your word for that. No idea. No. Uh, well, d- y- y- you kind of see the directors at odd games. But not that many, I don't think. You could be lying, you could be telling the truth, I have no idea, mm. Louis. I'm thinking off the top of my head here, but who knows? Come to us with facts next right, time, <laughs> Let's hope he's down there getting paddy, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. He's getting paddy in the bag. Um, aye, we... We're tran- not forcing him into a bag. <laughs> could we just clear that up? Well, that's why I'm waiting at Celtic Park. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Uh, take him to the chicken dickers. <laughs> <laughs> chicken dickers, CSC. Yep. Uh, aye, anywhere else you would strengthen? So we're talking maybe centre back, forward definitely. Paddy Roberts, aye. Uh, 
No, I, I think the o- the only other question mark that we talked earlier is uh, left back. Is do we need a a backup left back that is competent enough to rely on in Europe? Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like Anthony Ralston, like Ralston, has got that'd be right back. Aye, that's what I'm saying. No, he's got the second place right back aye. sorted. He get pushed over to left back against was it? Uh, was it the I weekend? Was it? I think he did. Aye. Aye, that's right. Because ah, they brought in Lustig. They brought in Lustig and they put Ralston at left back and pushed Miller further up. I did notice though that Gamboa's travelled to the squad as well. Um, as, as I would presume as well as Ralston. But just a wee trip for him. So. Aye. But see, the thing is, they might have just taken the whole squad with them. Just a kind of unity On thing. Because Gamb- Gamboa appeared back quite early on in the bench and then all of a sudden disappeared again. For for the last three or three games, I, I, w- I wouldn't so be I wouldn't be surprised if he's another one that leaves before the end of the transfer window. Mm, Possibly, if we can find somebody to take him. I get. I mean, Ralston looks amazing, but we're we're again putting a lot of lot of faith in having seen a couple of games. Although we have been hearing about Ralston for a long time about how good he is. Unfortunately, like see Lustig must be doing injury soon. Because he's, that's been a quite a fair bit of time. He's Aye, but well, that's the thing. He's, he's been through. solidly, solidly fit for a good Hopefully while. Hopefully, all that's behind him. Aye, aye, aye. So, uh, Scottish football. Scottish football. Aye, that's that's what Celtic are a part of. Um, weekend results. Uh, we obviously smashed Kilmarnock two 0 uh, Aberdeen two one. Against Dundee, not a surprise, obviously, up at Petaudry. And a brace for Stevie May. Yeah. Uh, did you see the goals? No, I haven't seen the goals, no. One, one of them was a peach. I um, think that's a good sign for them. I think Stevie May will I be a good sign he's going to be really good for them. Um, they were 1-0 up, but then... Uh, uh, were Dundee winning, actually? I think they were getting oh beat. Geez, no. no, it was Ross County, they not playing. No, it was Dundee. No, it was Dundee. Um, no, May, May scored, then Dundee equalised. That's what it was. Um, no, they've. I mean, we've said this before, but they've made some great signings. Um, they've got second place in the bag, so they have. They get it sewn up already. You would, you would kind of think so. F- five points clear of the the other Glasgow club that were meant to be. I know going no. for fifty-five. They'll know. They'll know be going for anything. But uh, aye, it's just Aberdeen's to lose second place in it. You would. You would kind of think so. You kind of think so. And I think the shock result was uh, Hamilton. I was not expecting that to go to Easter Road and win 3 1. No, I certainly wasn't. It turned me out at 400 pounds. Thanks, I can't remember what goal. One of the goals was so well worked. It might have been that the uh, third goal. Was, right. it thir- was it the third goal? Yep, the last one. That yeah. was, um, but I mean, Hibs were all over the place. I mean, it was kind of quite easy. They were just playing it in the, in, the, in, the, in the space that Hibs were just affording too much of to Hamilton. But it was a nice a kind of one touch football and then. Lovely finish at the end, so... Ah, it was absolute coupon buster, though. I had seven teams on. had a mixture of draws, teams to win, both teams to score. We bit everything in there. Hibs were the ones that done me. Didn't have the Ackies. Disgusting. I'd Imagine, I, I was due ju- £400 for that, I had it spent. Imagine <laughs> if I'd put a Hamilton Ackies on. Mm-hmm. Christ, I would have been up it. Thousands. Burn- Burnley doing me for 216 It was, uh, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Never, uh, never bet on hips. That's a simple. No, no, lesson. lesson learned. Or Dundee clubs. <sighs> I never. Dundee clubs have hurt me so bad. But anyway. It's all right. 
So. Thanks, man. Uh, do you think Hibs can still kind of maintain either the fight for second or fight for third place? I think I, I think they'll be up there, but the thing is, St Johnston are the team that you know you have to give St Johnston a hell of a lot of respect the way that they've played over over the past few seasons, unbeaten so far in the league. Um, yeah, and I like their tweet. You like my tweet? No, St Johnston's tweet, the official. Oh, account. aye, aye, the title decider this weekend. Um, Oh, the better, one, the better one was the reply to I think was it Gary? No, was like my United put one up saying two last week they went oh ah, yeah. top of the league, um, <laughs> whatever it was, and then they replied going, yeah, we're top of our league, but don't see us shooting about, <laughs> shooting about it. <laughs> I thought it was quite smart. Um, I know. I, I think Hibs uh, should be up there. I still think they'll probably finish above above Hearts, um, which have probably get no right to do considering they're just up and Hearts have had a lot of stuff kind of get on building over the last few years but Hearts are kind of all over the shire as, as long as Grant Murray doesn't kind of lose a lot of confidence because I heard he was quite rotten at the weekend um, one of the guys my Simon work. Murray is it Simon Murray aye Simon Murray, Simon Murray sorry. Um, aye because he, he got off to a good start over uh, over the kind of summer time um, and was do, doing really well but then I uh, he also played pretty rotten enough from what, from what I've heard on Saturday. So hopefully he puts that behind him and gets his confidence back and gets his form back. So that would help him help him along with that. Aye. Uh, Motherwell, Ross County, 2-0 Motherwell. They're a bit pish, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they are, aye. It's, um, they've got a couple of good players, to be fair. It's whether they can keep a hold of Louis Moult, I think, yeah. is, the, is the big thing. Um, I think he wants a move now and he's not going to sign a new contract. So Celtic have a bench he can warm any yeah, day. Yeah, he's just Gil. Calm down. That one is where I think surprises uh, Thistle after top six last season and how they're bottom with three defeats. Aye, they it's struggling. not gone too well for them so not far. Not an easy start though. Obviously they've played us, St Johnston, who beat them 1-0 at the weekend. So, um, aye, they'll come good. They'll come good. Do I think did they not do the same last season? Were they not? They were a bit slow. Start off they with I think last last second half of the season was where they really really kicked in. Yeah. yeah, but I know a few Jags fans and they're saying, "Well, this was before the weekend, but <sighs> the players are actually coming on to a game, so I think they're expecting that to turn around at some point." Um, and then Rangers Hearts nil uh, nil at uh, Ibrooks. Lovely. Oh, the fallout after that. That super scoreboard was magnificent. They're all wanting, them, all wanting Pedro sacked already. It's brilliant. Um, they're just not very good, are they? I never caught any of it. I don't know. I know was it one? I, I think they huffed and puffed, but they couldn't, they couldn't do anything. And Hearts were pretty strong defensively. Apparently, Berra was brilliant, and so was John Suter. Um but yeah, that's bad. But they can't. We can't. They can't beat Hearts because Hearts are rotten. Man, they've they've, um, they've struggled to for the start of the season as well. So the fact that they can't get a result against them at home, yeah. But I think they'll make the top six. I think they'll they'll squeeze in there. Aye, top six. But they're um, they're definitely not. They're they're not better than Aberdeen or St Johnson. Not at all. So they've got they've definitely got some work to do. 
But um, it's absolutely hilarious, and I hope their demise continues for as long as possible. Do you think Pedro will make it past Christmas? Not a chance. If he makes it past October <laughs> week off school, I'll be surprised. Well, that's the thing, though. They need to, again, they need to pay money to him to get rid of him. So it's one of those. They're going to have to hold out. Whether they can afford to sack him, whether, you know, they were saying the radio the other day that Dave King went and played golf with him after the, um, the defeat to Hibs and was like, you know, he's very much on board and thinks he's fantastic. Just wait until we, we scud them in the first game in September. That will uh, be glorious. That will be fantastic. Can't wait. Encham's going to boss that. <laughs> also, I like the, the 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 fact that Celtic have actually earned Rangers more money from Europe than Rangers earned themselves from <laughs> Europe. <laughs> like, assuming we qualify for the Champions League, which uh, I think we can safely say we will, hopefully. Um, anything else you want to round up on or round off on Celtic chat? Nope. Nope, all good. All done. Hopefully a, a positive result tomorrow and uh, Paddy Roberts in a matter of days. Paddy, come home. The next podcast, Paddy could be home. He could, he could indeed. Speaking of which, we do have a podcast later this week, which will be around politics and football, uh, linking into the supplement, so give that a wee listen. I'm not sure when that will go up, but it's recording on Thursday, so keep your eyes peeled. That will be on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter is at 90 Minute Cynic. Give us a wee follow and uh, that I mean. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on the Instagram, we're on all that chat. Just search for 90 Minute Cynic. Uh, iTunes, give us a wee rating. Uh, say we're dead good. Kieran, thank you very much for joining us. It was surprisingly good after all, actually. That's not bad, it's not bad. Uh, Louis carried us through, I think. Thanks very much. Future host. Uh, at Kieran Hearn on the Twitter, Louis at LMF blah 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 blah. LMFAO. Hi. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm on Twitter. Aye. I wouldn't follow me. Thank you very much for joining us. No, thanks for having me. It's been brilliant. Thanks for the tea. It's been absolutely my pleasure. Uh, I'm Chris Bowd at Chris Bowd on the old Twitter Tron as well. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you down the road.